0: I'm Rose Skeeters, host of From Borderline to Beautiful, a show about hope and recovery for BPD. Hello, and welcome to another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. It is truth... Tuesday. Isn't that exciting? I just love the truth. So today I just wanted to do a brief episode to help motivate you to talk about what's what are some things that I had to do in recovery and what I have to continue to do to maintain all of the wonderful work that I've done because I definitely do not want to have wasted all of my time working on recovery just to let it all go. So what are some habits that I started to engage in in, in order to jumpstart or kickstart my recovery journey. Okay, habit number one, acceptance. I'm not sure if you've heard of ACT or acceptance and commitment-based therapy or if you're in DBT. And we talk about accepting the moment. We talk about radical acceptance, right? So acceptance is huge. I learned that instead of trying to run away from who I am, to run away from my purest self, that I actually wanted to uncover who I was before I decided that I was unworthy of being my true self. And in order to do that, I had to accept, hey, I'm not, I am not always, in my own perception, normal, quote unquote. I'm not always like other people. There are things that separate me from other people. And some of those things were really great, and some of those things were destructive. I had chosen a life of wearing a shame identity, of a victim identity, and unfortunately, that was a bad habit that was preventing me from moving forward in recovery. So the first thing that I did is I I decided that I was going to accept who I was, all the bad decisions that I made, and try to move on from that by rebuilding, rebuilding my life. The second habit that I got into after acceptance was to ask for help. It's a really good idea to communicate clearly and to ask for help. Now, this is important that you recognize that asking for help doesn't just mean telling someone how much pain you're in and telling them how they can support you, but never allowing them to actually support you by not being able to receive love. It's just going to someone and saying, hey, I recognize I have this disorder, this diagnosis. I have a lot of shame around it. And I need help with knowing what the next steps are. Or maybe it's, it's that you want to create a better routine for yourself during the day. Find somebody in your life that does a really good job with organization and routine. And within that self-acceptance, recognize that you have to learn new skills that you don't have now. So ask them questions. How do they organize their home? What does their everyday look like? What is their routine? Remember that you're hardwired to want to be in control, but it's so important to lean on others when you need to. Getting help not only improves your physical and psychological health, but it also helps you accomplish more in the long run. Okay, so what is a third habit that I tried to formulate and create in recovery? The third one was to stop dwelling on my mistakes. Stop dwelling on your mistakes. Once you have accepted that you have problems and that you're different from others and that there are parts of you that are very beautiful, then you can start asking for help for the parts of you that you want to change, that you want to seek support in. So when you dwell on your mistakes, it's just so unproductive, guys. It's anxiety provoking. It, it takes away from reality because the truth is if we don't make mistakes, we're not going to grow. I hear from people all the time tell me, I don't know how to be in a romantic relationship. And my response to that is, Great, I didn't either. Now, obviously, there's pain there. And there's also really good news because of neuroplasticity. Our brains are malleable. They're changeable. We can learn how to be better partners in relationship. We can learn how to have a deeper sense of appreciation for the people that we're with in relationship. But we have to be willing to make mistakes in order to do that. I don't know anyone who has embarked on a journey of learning something new and didn't make mistakes along the way. Do you? If you do, definitely let me know. Okay, I'm just being silly. So those are some habits that you can engage in. And the last one, the last habit that I wanted to talk about, and this is a tough one, guys, but I had to stop trying to be right in my romantic relationships, in my relationships in general. I had to stop competing with the people I was in relationship with. It's so important to prioritize connection. Winning an argument is not important. It's the person. Winning the person, not the argument. Winning the person, not the argument. Remember, connection is is essential for human beings. I know that we have this idea. It's like we hate people. Nobody understands us. You know, But you'd be surprised how many people want to understand you if you're able to give and receive their understanding and their support right so i would like for you to try on this truth tuesday to adopt some of those good habits in recovery accept yourself guys there's you're not all bad and that's part of the bpd black and white thinking right well i'm all bad if i have bpd but no way There are some wonderful qualities in each and every one of you. You all have skills and talents, and you're all created for a purpose. So accepting the fact that there are things that you didn't learn in life, that borderline personality disorder is in part a developmental delay, and that you absolutely can learn those things, not dwelling on your mistakes, asking for help, and stop trying to win arguments. Try to win people. Those are some things that you can do concretely over the next week until the next time I can get back with you for another Tuesday truth are you tired of feeling frustrated resentful or disconnected from your family friends and partner thrive mind body LLC mindset coaching and counseling can help you Visit us on the web at thriveonlinecounseling.com. Again, that's thriveonlinecounseling.com.